Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. Today is December 8th, 2020, and this is our third and final installment of our kickoff to the holiday season at Disney Springs today. And we'll be talking to Alan Delahunt from Raglan Road, Camille from Sunshine Churros, and Heather McPherson from Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. So they'll let us know a little bit about what we can expect at their establishments in the rest of Disney Springs uh, this holiday season. And uh, before we get into that, let's welcome back Angelique to the show. You haven't been here in a little while, Angelique. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good to have you back my little girl's back yeah back from college uh, back from college for a little bit and she'll be um back on some of the episodes with everybody else once we get back to our typical round table talk with the four or five or six of us you know we usually have a nice full house and you'll be back with that eventually we got some more business to do before we get into our interviews today those pre-recorded interviews with our friends from Disney Springs. Uh, we want to announce this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is the Inspire Me Candle Company. And you'll be able to find them on Instagram at inspire underscore me underscore candle underscore co. And you'll also be able to find them on Etsy at Inspire Me Candle Co. So check them out. They're also this week's giveaway prize. They have a candle that they're going to give away for whoever gets the correct trivia question. And why don't you let them know how to enter and then I'll give them the question. Okay, guys. So to enter the competition, um, you're going to want to make sure that you're following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle and send us a dm with the trivia question answer so the correct answer enters you into the drawing with a chance to win the prize and one lucky winner will be selected from all contestants that give us the correct answer um and the winner will be announced on next week's episode all right great okay so the question is this on our last episode which was actually a couple of days ago episode 15 which is part two of our kickoff to the holiday season at disney springs we spoke to steve the owner of gideon's bakehouse he mentioned two of their limited edition christmas cookies name one of those two cookies and you're going to want to send the answer like like Angelique just said to our, to our uh, Instagram, just DM us the answer and you will be entered into the drawing for this Inspire Me candle. Okay. And so you have until December 10th at 6 p.m. to answer this question and the winner will be announced, like Angelique said, on next week's episode, December 14th. All right. And now the winner of last week's trivia question, which was also a candle and they were Holiday Candle Company. Why don't you do the, do the honors of letting them know who won? So this week's winner was Rachel Hoeing. Congratulations. Uh, we'll be reaching out to you on Instagram to get your shipping info and sending that candle right out to you. All right. Congratulations, Rachel Hoeing. I know she's a loyal listener. She answers every week. Uh, so this time you finally won. So uh, congratulations and thank you for listening. And we actually do have um, some huge announcements. Angelique, I know you know about this one. Hmm. It was a big, big treat for me. Yeah. On next week's episode, we have a huge, huge guest coming oh, through. Yes. Anybody that is into these Disney podcasts, whether you are a Disney podcaster or a listener of Disney podcasts, you all know who the godfather, the one and only Lou Mangello, the godfather of Disney podcasting. Yes. He will be on our show next week. So we will be speaking to him on our December 14th episode. So make sure you please tune in. But for now, just sit back, take a listen, and uh, we'll see it. We'll see in a few minutes. Okay, so coming up next, let's welcome Alan Delahunt from my favorite Irish pub in all of Florida, Raglan Road in Disney Springs. He's the general manager of Raglan Road. How you doing, Alan? Uh, very well, thanks, Gene. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. It's so excellent to have you on today, and thank you for joining us for our kickoff to the holiday yeah. season at Disney Springs episode. You yeah, know, thank you for having me. Raglan Roads is one of my favorites. It's one of those must-dos when you get down to Disney. I'm, I'm, I'm in New York personally, so when I do get down there, it's usually a must-do at least once. I got to tell you, between the food and the entertainment, it's just a cool place to kind of hang and just catch a, get a bite and just hang out. Yeah, no, we're very proud. Uh, we, we like to showcase the fact that there's a lot more to Ireland than just leprechauns and pots of gold. There's, there's great culture, great food, great entertainment, and above all, great hospitality. So we're happy to showcase it all. I love Raglan Road. I love to always get the uh, 
I always get either it's either the shepherd's pie or the burger, um, the OMG burger. Uh-huh. I kind of alternate. Usually, I go more shepherd's pie than 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 not shepherd's pie, just because in Florida, where else can you get a shepherd's pie that's going to be as good as, as what you guys make? You know, so I yeah. do love your shepherd's pie. Recommendation wise, someone hasn't been to Raglan Road yet. What would you say to try? So I think one of the things about Irish food is there's, it's very varied. People think they they generally migrate straight to the shepherd's pie, the fish and chips the bangers and mash, but I think everything on our menu is exceptionally fresh and, and locally sourced and high quality product where, where possible. You can't really go wrong. I mean, the shepherd's pie you mentioned, we've actually just upgraded it. Uh, we, we spent a lot of the time over lockdown and uh, in 2020 developing and improving our menu options. Um, so the shepherd's pie actually just got an overhaul for the first time in a long time. Uh, we added uh, some Irish peat smoked mashed potatoes to it. We had a really rich red wine reduction to it. And we actually increased the amount of uh, pulled lamb and beef in it just to help the texture. And so it's rich. It's delicious for me. It's ultimately my comfort food. I have it a couple of times a week um, mm. with a, a side of like nice earthy roasted vegetables. So it's really good. Our seafood also, you can't go wrong with. We fly it in every two days from Boston. So always fresh um you know out of the water kind of no more than 48 hours by the time it hits our plates here so uh, our scallops are delicious the shepherd's pie as you say and then uh, mark o'neill our executive chef comes with a a really good stock uh, from some of the best restaurants in london and in in europe um so he he puts a lot of love and attention into the prep uh, to making sure flavors are complex and have got different depths so uh, we have an example our, our pork dish it's called no rush pork it takes about 36 hours to cook from start to finish uh, really tender, all of the best flavors from a really classic roast pork dinner, all kind of put together contemporarily on a plate. So there's, yeah, you can't go wrong. We, we've, uh, we've, we've a great menu, I think. I've been here for 12 years and I'm still not sick of eating the food and I eat my way through <laughs> it uh, regularly. So that's a testament if there ever was one. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely not food that you can get bored of. I mean, like I said, I could eat shepherd's pie a few times a week if, if it's available. So um, yeah, I, yeah, no, it's one of my favorite, not just dishes, just in Disney. I mean, in general, I'd love a good shepherd's pie. So um, yeah, it's, it's totally. got a little bit of everything. So one thing I'm ashamed to admit that I haven't done yet is I haven't really been to a brunch at Raglan Road. I did, I've did. i always done dinner. I've never done a brunch. Tell us about the brunch. I know a lot of people with the holiday season, though, always like, you know, on the weekends might want to go get a brunch. Give some insight on it. Yeah, so uh, we, we, we dub it as our, our rollicking weekend brunch. Uh, it's available Saturdays and Sundays. Um, we open a, from 10 on a Sunday and from 11 on a Saturday. We're actually going to be offering it uh, on New Year's Day as well because we feel like New Year's Day is a really good kind of brunchy day. Um, and so you get kind of the, the best of everything. You get some really good, well thought out brunch dishes we still offer kind of our classic Irish dishes on top of it as well and we we offer some really good uh, handcrafted brunch cocktails as well as live entertainment from noon so it's that's kind of the thing for us that sets it apart and makes it a little bit more raucous is the addition of the live entertainment. So we have the Byrne Brothers, a really talented uh, group of musicians, all uh, one family, a dad and his three sons. Um, and they do uh, an amazing job kind of entertaining the crowd. They dance, they sing, they play different instruments. So it's just a high energy, food focused beverage driven like all the best things there is about a brunch uh, and the entertainment then kind of ties it together that's awesome that's awesome i gotta try it. i'm coming out there this spring i think i'm gonna have to stop by and finally try a brunch at, at raglan road it's the one thing yeah. i've done there so i'm dying to so let me ask you with the holidays coming up what's uh what do you love about the the holidays what's some of your like just your favorite traditions about the holiday season uh so i mean i think in ireland and in most families across the world i think there's there's different traditions for for different holidays um i mean i think you know, everyone uh, always associates Ireland with bars and 
with that, without socialising and, and good, nice warm beverages. For me, one of my favourite things is when the weather cools down a little bit are some of the hot Irish drinks that you'll see kind of popping up in the, the, the local pubs around home. So like a really nice hot whiskey to warm your soul on a cold night or uh, you know an Irish coffee, any time of the day really, probably not for breakfast, but you know uh, definitely for, for brunch or for, for an afternoon pick-up, a really good uh, warm uh, beverage is for me kind of synonymous with Irish winter and Irish holidays um, and then as I said just it's about family it's about coming together food has a lot to do with it so uh, we feel like we can offer that here um, and uh, it's kind of a home away from home for a lot of the Irish uh, locals that we have around Central Florida as well but j- just definitely getting together uh, with the family and uh, like my favourite family tradition uh, in Ireland is uh, we have several uh, stops that we would go maybe in the morning to church with the family and then uh, everyone heads home uh, but we'd stop at all of our neighbours houses along the way with the ultimate goal to be home uh, not too uh, inebriated uh, by the time we get back to our, our, our family dinner but to have a, a Christmas drink with all of our neighbours on Christmas morning uh, is one of my favourite family traditions that we have and just again in Ireland it's all about warmth and hospitality and, and just that coming together around the holidays I just there's nothing like it quite, uh, quite nothing quite like it for me my, my favourite time of year Yes, definitely, definitely. So um, what can we expect from Raglan Roads this holiday season? Do you guys have anything special you're doing? Anything going on that we can uh, be excited about with the holiday season? Yeah, so uh, we're happy to kind of uh, roll out the fact that we are going to extend our operating hours. We've been operating some limited hours uh, since we reopened back in June and we've been kind of phasing our way back to normality uh, as with the rest of the world. So uh, effective uh, December 21st, we're going to get back up and running for lunch, which we haven't been operating for Monday to Friday uh, since June. So that's coming. Um, so we'll have extended operating hours. Uh, we will also, uh, on Christmas Day itself, we'll be offering one of our one of my favorite meals of the year, which is our traditional roast turkey dinner, which is a butter roasted herb uh, marinated turkey uh, breast with some uh, some dark meat as well, but also with garlic mashed potato, uh, duck fat roast potatoes. Um, we've got a walnut and sausage stuffing, braised Brussels sprouts and honey glazed carrots all with a nice rich red wine jus on there. So just a really nice Christmas dinner uh, option uh, on December 25th. Um, and we're going to be, as I said, open all day, uh, every day from the 21st of December right through the holidays. And we will do our regular brunches on the weekends. But then also New Year's Eve, we, we have a bit of a tradition here at Rag and Road that we always celebrate twice. So we'll do the uh, Irish New Year at 7 p.m. So for those people that maybe have all of the, the pluses of being able to ring in the new year but don't want to have the, uh, the struggle of staying up until midnight in some cases, you have the to do it earlier at Raglan Road but a Irish New Year and then we'll do it all over again at midnight uh, albeit it will be a, a slightly smaller affair than we're all used to but we feel it's a time on our tradition and something that we're look, really looking forward to that's really cool man I know I know. Um, it, there's always there's always some just awesome traditions just from the country of Ireland with Christmas and the holidays and everything else so it's just cool to get some insight so and how long have you been here how long when's the last time you've been to Ireland um, so I, I generally go home kind of once or twice a year all my family are still there it's a little more than a year since I was home last, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a short flight. Luckily, from Orlando, you can get there in like eight eight and a half hours. So 
always miss it, but always easy to jump on a plane. Uh, of course, prior to 2020, that was the case. Uh, so now hopefully yeah. we return to that uh, normally. A normal service will resume sometime this year, hopefully. So love it here. Been here for 12 years at Raglan Road, uh, you know, and, and seen the place grow uh, and had a, a nice part to play in it. So it's just been a pleasure to work with John and Paul, the owners, just two guys who care about showcasing, you know, the culture, the food, the beverage, the hospitality. Um, so it's, it's just been, been a pleasure. I, I came over initially for a year and here I am now, 12 years later, and still proudly uh, representing uh, Ireland and, and everything that Ireland has to offer. Very cool. And you know what's awesome too is whenever you do get a little homesick, you just go to work and you get a little piece of Ireland right there, right in Orlando. You're right. Yeah. So I got a Irish overload seven days a week, which is great for me. So dancing, music, food. Uh, I don't have the beverages seven days a week, I promise. But uh, everything else, I certainly get to uh, to enjoy regularly. That's cool. You know, and, and we joked before we started uh, doing the interview. We joked about I was curious if you were going to have an Irish accent. And, not, and you didn't disappoint. We got the Irish accent from Raglan Road. Yeah, no, as I said, <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. We, we, we joke, we're very focused on training. I'm actually from New York as well, but but they've bred me here at Raglan to learn how to speak like an Irish person. <laughs> I, well, I joke, I joke. I, you, well, you got the, if you're not from, from Ireland, you got the uh, the accent down perfect. And, and, and welcome <laughs> to a, a fellow New Yorker. Wink, wink, because I don't yeah. think you're really from New York. <laughs> <laughs> So I do want to say thank you so much for joining us, um, letting us know what's going on at Raglan Road this season. Guys, check out the brunch this holiday season. I've never have it have yet. So if you guys go out there, please let me know. Um, I'm dying to get there. I can't wait to. I'm going to be down there in the spring. I will definitely be checking out a brunch at Raglan Road this this spring. But in the meantime, you guys that are in Disney Springs, please go check out uh, Raglan Road. Check out the brunch. Check out the entertainment. I love the fact that you guys have that live entertainment. It's so cool. And even with everything right now, you guys are able to kind of bring it back and still do it in a safe way. And it's awesome. And I'm sure the People love it because um, that was always one of the things that was always so cool about Raglan Road is being uh, is having the, the the live performances and the entertainment and it was just a, it was just a fun place. Besides the food being phenomenal, it's just an outstanding environment. Yeah, no, and that's that was something we were very focused on upon reopening was how we could get back to as close to a Raglan Road experience as possible, but with safety obviously being of the utmost importance. So we spent a lot of time planning over the summer. Uh, so the, you know, very important leg of the stool is the entertainment. So we really wanted to. Uh, to get back there so yeah, yeah so we still have entertainment inside and outside we have our patio entertainment if you want to, if you prefer to kind of sit in the open air we've got our live show in, so indoors so lots of great entertainment options uh, at Raglan Road at the moment absolutely alright Alan thank you so much for joining us I appreciate it happy belated Thanksgiving and happy holidays Merry Christmas Happy New Year and the same to you Gene thanks very much for having us thank you so much buddy alright thank you okay so joining me now from a place where I can usually find my favorite snack in all of the world, especially in Disney. We have Camille from Sunshine Churros. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're excellent. We're glad to have you on our special uh, kickoff to the holidays episode for Disney Springs. Yeah, um, thank you. I'm glad to be here. And you, the best part is, is you guys don't just make, you know, churros is one of the things that, even just when it's a regular churro, it's just a great snack. You guys really kind of up it a little bit. You guys have such a cool, unique, different kinds of churros that you wouldn't expect that you could find. What would you say your favorite churro would be? Or is it just a the traditional one or is it one of the special ones that you guys make my favorite churro is the salted caramel with a side of nutella dip 
It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Again, you guys make like, you know, you, you think churro, you think, okay, it's just a cinnamon stick. No, you guys put like a ton of creativity into your churros. It's not like just a stand where you just get a churro. You are getting some cool things that you wouldn't even think about putting on a churro, like Fruity Pebble churro. Yeah. The Fruity Pebble is probably one of the top, the top sellers. I it think tastes that's, exactly like the cereal. That's, I think that's <laughs> my favorite. I, I kind of was like, I can't see it. But I tried it and was instantly hooked. Yeah, and that one's a good one. As soon as like as soon as we open the sugar container to shake up the churro, you, the mm-hmm. smell just comes out and it totally <laughs> smells like fruity pebble. I love it. I love it. I love it. So how long how, how long have you guys been in in, uh, in the springs? Um, we just had our one year anniversary. I think in July or no, it was August. Yeah, okay. so we've been down there for a little over a year. You guys are also in Disney, uh, downtown Disney in California, correct? Yes. In downtown Disney, we're called California Churro. Which, uh, who makes the better churro? Um, it depends because actually the churros are different. We use like a thicker, bigger churro in Florida at Sunshine Churro. And then mm-hmm. California Churro, we have more of like the classic churro you can get in the park. Okay. So is there anything that you guys have that's coming up? that uh, people can expect, maybe like a special holiday churro, something seasonal? Actually, our um, peppermint churro came out last Friday. It's more it's more gourmet than the other, like a regular cinnamon churro. It comes like in this little plastic dish and it's rolled in the peppermint. And then we put icing on the top of it and then crumples of the peppermint. Like the candy like, cane? Yeah, like a candy oh, cane. Oh, that sounds so good. That's yeah, so it's good. really good. Yeah. That would have like a cup of hot chocolate, right? Yes. You can't beat that, right? A cup Just of hot it. chocolate from Joffrey's yes. or Ghirardelli because Ghirardelli is actually it's like right there, right? Us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where do you go when you're in Disney Springs? You want, you know, a real meal. Where do you go besides, you know, besides filling up on churros? Where, where would you go? Where can I find you in Disney Springs to, oh, get, to get a cool meal? My favorite place to eat is the Polite Pig. They... <sighs> It, it, they never, it never fails. And I always get the same thing every time I go down there. It just, I get the turkey and the little crisscross cross cut fries <laughs> and all their sauces are so good. You know what I love about the Palais Pig is it's so filling. Like you're full, you're, you eat there and you're good for the day. I don't, you can eat like 11 o'clock in the morning. You're good for, I'm good for the exactly. day. It's yeah. So it it so holds good. you over. Usually I'll go there with our boss and whatever I don't finish, he'll finish. Cause it's always <laughs> like, it's always, it's big portions and, yeah. but it's always like really good. The turkey is the exact same every time. Just perfect, juicy. Yeah, That's I cool. love That's that cool. place. <laughs> awesome. All right, so uh, a couple of Disney questions. Since this is a Disney show, we've got a couple of Disney questions. Favorite Disney movie? My favorite Disney movie is probably Pocahontas, actually. What about favorite Christmas movie? doesn't have to be Disney, just favorite Christmas movie. You can never go wrong with Home Alone. Home Alone uh-huh. lost in New York. It's a good one, too. Yeah, part two. <laughs> yeah. Favorite Disney princess? There's so many. But, you know, I grew up on Cinderella, so I'll have to go with Cinderella. And favorite uh, Disney park? When you're in, when you're in Orlando and, you, and you're hanging out at Sunshine Shores, what's the park you usually try to get to that you, that you just miss and you're not there? I Magic Kingdom, for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. It's always nice to see Cinderella's castle. Yeah. Any specific <laughs> rides that's, uh, that's, your, that's your go-to? Um, I actually get motion sickness really easily, so I'm more of a walk around type of girl. <laughs> just, just enjoying the ambiance, right? Yes, exactly. It's always just you're in the happiest place on earth, so you're just happy. Where? Just let everybody know again. You got the you got the peppermint churro coming out for the holidays. Let everybody know where you where they can find if they haven't if they haven't seen Sunshine Churros yet, or if they haven't been to Disney Springs just yet, and they, they're going to make a trip this holiday season. Where can they find Sunshine Churros? So we have two locations. One location is on the west side by the big balloon. So if you walk. 
let's say you park in the, I believe it's the orange parking garage. If you walk straight out and straight towards the balloon, you're going to see us right on the right-hand side. There's Starbucks and then you can't miss the Sunshine Churro stand. And then our other locations in the marketplace, and that is directly across from the World of Disney store and Ghirardelli, right on the lake. That's usually the one that I would I go to. That's yeah, that one's usually, that one's usually the busier one because everyone's down there like for the World of Disney store mm-hmm. shopping yeah. or in line for to get their um, Ghirardelli yes. Sundays. <laughs> you know, like I said, you go to Ghirardelli, you get your hot chocolate, and then you walk right over to uh, Sunshine Chiro, get your peppermint Chiro. It's exactly. definitely a, an awesome holiday treat. Yeah, exactly. So Camille, we want to thank you so much for joining us on this uh, on our special Thanksgiving kickoff to the holidays at Disney Springs episode. Um, guys, definitely when you're in there, when you're in Disney Springs, make sure you stop by Sunshine Chiro. Stop by either one but if you're there please say hello to camille you're gonna be there at all the season or you're gonna be out in the, the california one um i'm actually going back to florida and i'll be there the first week of december so okay, yes cool. come say hi to me come say hi to camille and enjoy <laughs> enjoy a churro i suggest the fruity pebble churro but i definitely got to try this uh peppermint churro christmas yeah yes you won't it's very it's very seasonal it's very christmasy Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Camille, for joining us. Guys, check out Sunshine Churros. You'll love it. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Okay. So joining us now, we have Heather from Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. How are you doing, Heather? Doing pretty good. Happy holidays. Yes. Yes. We've got one holiday down. All the turkey's (laughs) done. That cleanup is ready. And now let's go for Christmas. There we go. So glad you gave us a few minutes to, to come on our kickoff to the holiday season at Disney Springs episode. Uh, just, I know there's a lot going on at, at Chef Art Smith's and Disney Springs in general. So thank you for giving us a few minutes. I appreciate it. You know, it's, it, there's no happier place to be than at Disney Springs. And I know it's so cliched and it sounds like a commercial and no, nobody ever pays me to say that, but there is a happiness factor when you when you get out to Disney during the holidays, and Disney Springs is no exception. Yeah, and that's I, I've always said it that it's not so much. Everyone always says, "Oh, the the customer service at Disney is is impeccable. It's the best on the planet." And I always say it's not just that. It's because it's good customer service because training is so good. I'm sure it is, but everybody that works there wants to be part of Disney. Yes. And so that's what it is. When people get these jobs, they want to be there. They want to basically make, you know, be part of the memories for people for years to come. So it's, to me, it's one of those things where when you hire someone that wants to work at Disney, you, you automatically from jump already have the right person because they all want to be part of that memory going forward for people. And you know, it's a beautiful thing. Every day I'm, I'm impressed with the ownership people take exactly what you just said you will just see managers from top all the way down i mean you know they're they're picking up scraps of paper and it's not just their little operating partner section of disney springs you feel like this is our home we feel like we're in a neighborhood yeah. you know and i know that when they created the landing and all of these different places but i mean you know it's not like we're walking across to morimoto and borrowing a cup of sugar but sometimes <laughs> there are things that actually happen like that you know where this is part of our hood you know and yeah. um It'll be a special day and I'll you know look over pre-COVID when the bar was yeah. full and you'd look over and there's Yuki, the exec chef from Morimoto and there's, and oh goodness, there's their marketing person, you know, and we're all just kind of like waving, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, a big happy neighborhood. Right. It is. So, um, before we get into the holidays at, at homecoming, let's talk about like just Chef Art Smith for a minute because uh, let me yeah. tell you, I have such a, a I have such a um, respect for that man. Not only as a chef, but just as as a person. Everything you know that I've I've seen and read. I mean, he's won a James Beard Humanitarian of the Year award. You know, they don't, yes. they don't just give that those out to anybody. He's done so much charitable work, so much humanitarian efforts throughout his career. What's it like to work for a man like that? He, uh, I will tell you, he is, and he is the Energizer Bunny. He the amount of work he does is just 
just phenomenal. Um, I keep his calendar so I know. And he is just always thinking about others, always one step ahead, seeing something needs to be fulfilled. You mentioned the James Beard Humanitarian Award and when he founded Common Threads, which is a wonderful, wonderful foundation that he and his partner, Jesus, his husband, Jesus, founded it together. And it's to teach nutrition to kids at an early age so they begin to make those choices, you know, which sounds kind of funny coming from a fried chicken restaurant. <laughs> but you learn about moderation, you learn about exercise. I mean, look at Chef Art. He lost over 70 pounds in this pandemic. You know, he's been um, pretty much quarantining in Jasper, Florida with goodness, turtles, chickens, horses, four kids, you know, I mean, he's, it's really kind of a green acres kind of a thing going on there. And he's come down to Disney Springs several times, but um, you know, he's also a dad and a lot of people forget that four kids. I mean, four kids and we got two teenage boys, you know, so it's like kids all going through all kinds of things right now and stuff. And he is very family first oriented. He'll give me a heads up and say, Heather, I need, I need 11 straight days at home or I need to do this. Can you like make some apologies and let's see what we can reschedule and, and redo. I love that about him because at the end of the day, you know, that's that family first, that homecoming kind of feel that we mm -hmm. try to do at the restaurant. That's genuine too. And, you know, to adopt the, you know, he and Jesus adopted these four kids. And every time I tell the story, it's a little, you know, I kind of tear up a little bit, but they were, he kept siblings and a first cousin together. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a real United Nations family. Jesus hails from Venezuela. The two met in South Florida. The children are, are from Cuba. And um, he was trying to make a purposeful adoption. And they were going through all the, you know, channels and stuff. And they had a State Department worker approach them and said, Art, I want to talk to you about these kids because I think this is what you and Jesus want to do. And Art said there wasn't even a nanosecond of a hesitation just to be able to keep actual siblings together. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a first cousin. To me, it, that's when your heart just swells, you know. Um, you know, I'm not saying that adoption is easy, but I think when you take a challenged adoption like that, and I'm always laughing, I said, you know, you just, your own little mini United Nations showing the world we all need to take care of each other every single day. He's an inspiration. He really is. I absolutely agree. You know, and um, during the pandemic, he actually was a friend of his, a leading Venezuelan rugby player, got basically stranded here in Florida. Art took him in because he knew the family and, and he became, Lou became his personal trainer. And that's what's kind of started the weight loss during the pandemic. And what are you going to, I mean, some of us, you know, if your social life became the grocery store and your grocery store uh, or delivery, or basically you, you began to realize, ah, you know, know, yard work isn't so bad. And now, you know, everything looks for art. It became, uh, well, I'm going to hunker down with my kids and my husband and my family and the chickens and turtles. And, and every morning I'm going to run, I'm going to do this. And Lou put him on this really great schedule. And then he missed people so much because if you've been down to the restaurant when he's touching tables, every single table gets touched. Every single person gets a photograph. I mean, he does not hop, skip through. Everyone does. But he started missing that. So he started doing these videos from his home and he would just say, I just felt like doing a recipe. So we all got on board and we arranged for him to have a little bit better cameras up there and, and some editing, some, tighten up some editing. And then they started going viral. I mean, it was just like crazy stuff. And it's, it's interesting what this, there have been some pivots in this time mm -hmm. that have really been wonderful. And, and Art is saying, you know, the home, the home videos is something he wants to continue to do for sure. And, you know, the kids made a couple appearances in them because that's what happens, you know, yeah. we've seen that with newscasters and stuff too. But um, yeah, his quarantine year has been quite impressive. 
So let me talk about this fried chicken because it is <laughs> my favorite meal in the planet. Not like just when I go to Disney on the planet. My, I think you guys opened up, was it 2016 you guys opened up? Yes, I'm, we did. So my mm-hmm. daughter went down there and um, on, with, with friends and, and another family. Uh, right, they may, you guys maybe opened maybe about a month or so. And cause I, think she was, I think it was like in the fall of 2016, if I remember correctly. So you might have, you, I think you had just opened up. And she raved about homecoming. Said best fried chicken, mashed potatoes. So I went a couple months later after that for my first time down there. And it was, words didn't do it justice. It is the best fried chicken I have ever had. Thank you so much for saying that. The mashed potatoes, amazing. And not only that, when you walk into Chef Art Smith's, and again, every place in Disney is friendly and and, and customer oriented. But it just, you just feel like, you know, you feel really like they are bringing you and welcoming you into their home. They're amazing. So every trip I go down, I go down, we go there at least once every trip, maybe even twice. It's hard to fit all these other because there's a lot of good dining options in Disney. Right. <laughs> but, you know, so I try to do it twice. And not only that, every time we go, I order my meal. I'm stuffed to the gills by the time I'm ready to leave. But I know later tonight I'm going to want, I'm going to get, I'm going to have my second win of wanting to stuff my face again. So I order yeah. more chicken to go. Yeah. And I always, and I feel guilty doing it. So I always pretend, oh yeah, it's for a friend that we're bringing back. Yeah. I never say it's for me. Like I just ate right, a right. meal. Now I'm going to eat another one. So we always make this, oh yeah, God, I want to get another order of the fried chicken to go because I, you know, I'm going to bring it back for a friend. And it's a lie. It's for me. But <laughs> that is how good that chicken is. I, I've never had, like, I love fried chicken. It's the best fried chicken I've ever had. Thank you. So, we, I don't know we, what he does, but he's a magician. Well, I think it, I really do think it's it's the two day brine. I think that that makes a really really um, big difference, and that takes a lot of staging. You know, we have we have a very small kitchen for the amount of covers that we do there, so the brining you know has to take place just on schedule. It's a whole his culinary team on you know on site every day from Gus Hermans, who's who's the basically the chef de cuisine at homecoming. You know, when Art is not there, and then Patrick Steele, who's the corporate executive chef. Those guys just to really have this down to an art. But when we opened up, it was really weird because um, we had some people who you either loved it, hated it, or somewhere in the middle. And art took it all very personally. And I sat down and I said, you know, home cooking, home style food touches each of us so differently because it's what we grew up with. And I said, even in my own family, my favorite chicken was not my mother's. Don't tell her. Um, <laughs> it was, it was my aunt Betty's. And then, and, but, but then again, my grandmother made it completely, her seasoning mix was completely different. They were all good fried chickens. Don't get me wrong, but we get excited about things that sort of evoke this memory. This is Art's mother's recipe, Addie Mae, and it is most like my aunt Betty's. And so I was like really thrilled the first time I had it. I was like, oh my God, it's like Aunt Betty's our chicken. And so he was like, yeah, he wants to please everybody. And he's like, why can't I, you know, make chicken that everyone likes? And I said, I'm going to wager 99% of the people are really happy here. Yeah. But if you grew up with just a little bit different style, you're going to warm to it, you know, eventually. But that was the interesting thing about home cooking, especially when you're cooking greens and stuff, you know, because, you know, that's sacred territory for a lot of people. But I will tell you, I mean, ours are kale and collard greens together, a little bit of sweetener in there and those biscuits. Oh, those biscuits, the cheddar drop biscuits, you know, all of that coming together with the fried chicken, you know, I just, it, it creates this homey, you come to homecoming every time, not only other restaurants are consistent too, but it is that same experience every time. And sometimes, especially during times like this, you know, where you're just stressed out, it's like there, we watch shoulders kind of go down. They're like, they're all relaxed. 
We are so happy about this. I love Art's hashtag that we have been using from day one, and it's fried chicken takes no sides. And this is a man who cooked for the Democratic governor of the state of Florida and the Republican state of Florida, who was the personal chef on Michelle Obama's tour, but who also works really closely with the Bush Foundation on their literacy agenda that was set forth by Barbara Bush, and he's helping to continue that legacy for her. I admire someone, a little bit of a polarized world that we're living in right Mm -hmm. now, but I admire someone who can be genteel and walk amongst everybody and be welcome and also make you feel welcome. And, you know, we, he was recently invited to be on a a political show and we, we we turned it down because we don't want to be, food should not be political. You know, it, it can get political when you're getting to hunger issues and stuff. That's a whole other conversation. But when you're coming to the restaurant, um, we serve everybody and we're really glad you're there. Um, but I love that hashtag, Craig Chicken takes no sides. He's more about what good can I do, regardless of if it's Republican or Democrat or left. Exactly. Or right. He goes, well, what good can I do? Because if it's going to do good, it seems like he, he'll, you know, let's do it with whoever it's with. And that's one of the things that that's a lesson the rest of the world needs to learn is, is that because sometimes it's not about who it's with. It's about who it's serving. I told him, I said, can't you talk um, someone into having the fried chicken ambassador? I said, that's what you could be. You could just go around and when things get tense, you know, set up a little pop up. Serve everyone a little, a little bit of fried chicken, a little bit of biscuits and see if we all can't talk at the table. Yep. But, you know, I, I feel very fortunate because um, that, you know, it, it makes someone for me, it makes my job, you know, much easier. And, you know, how Art and I ended up meeting is sort of a, um, I mean, Art basically talked me into walking away from a 38 year career in newspapers. I was food editor for the Orlando Sentinel for 30 years. I get a call from Art and his business partners and said, uh, I think I'm going to need, need you on my team. And I was like, and I had interviewed wow. him over the years, yeah. knew him as a source. And I said, what? And he said, I'm, div- I'm starting this restaurant down in Florida. And he said, you know, I've lived in Chicago for so long. You know, I'm a sixth generation Floridian, but he was really concerned. He had forgotten his seasons and that was going to be this. I mean, he's, I'm going to do this. We're going to do it right. Still had his home in Jasper. Mama was still alive. Addie Mae was living there. All of this and he goes, I have to get this right. I said, you know, I know how to write. I know how to write cookbooks. My last two cookbooks I co-authored happened to be all on Florida food. And I said, you know what? It just, I don't know. It, it was just like, I'll, I'll take your hand with this and run off this cliff, you know, <laughs> Let, let's just do this. And uh, his business partner, Guy Revel, was also very, uh, very persuasive. And he has made every day so much fun. It's a kind of a job where it is at nine to five. It can be seven days a week. You know, it just can be crazy hours. People say, you know, what's it like working with him? And I said, it is kind of a laugh a minute and we're working really hard. I mean, there are times when, you know, we're just, we're thinking about new things that are coming up or just trying to get the schedule on track, you know, saying, you know, we're going to have to turn down this person because we can't do this. Okay. If we can make this happen, if we do one as a zoom, one as a phone call, all this kind of stuff. And he's that energizer bunny spirit in him just, you know, energizes you too. And you're like, you know, let's do this. He's also such a good neighbor. When I talk about the neighborhoods at Disney Springs, when anything has opened up, Art is usually the first, since homecoming opened up, Mm -hmm. he's usually the first person at the door. And I actually will work with that publicist to say, I just want you to know Art is not grandstanding. He wants to welcome you to Disney Springs. He'll walk down with, he went down to to, um, Haleo um, right before it opened. He knows Jose Andres, but he brought food for his staff. 
you know, mm. before they were opening up. And then he was there at the official grand opening with, with Jose. Jose was so moved that a week later, he sent Paella down to homecoming. Like, uh, he's another good man, Jose Andres. Another good man. Yeah. And it was just sort of, and art wasn't there. And art felt really bad. We took all these wonderful pictures. You know, he'll be... You know, I can just see him being the first in line to Everglades, you know, when the donut shop opens up and he just, you know, he walks all the way through there. If he gets his hair cut, he'll be posting online. Have you met my good neighbors here? They give the best shaves at Disney Spring or he'll call out the boathouse. And you would think that we we're all competitors, but we are really good neighbors. We really are, you know, and Art Smith kind of leads that. I mean, we've gushed about him, both of us. And I can, he's one of those guys, one of those chefs that even before eating at Homecoming, just, I knew of him just from Iron Chef and Chopped and all of his appearances and just, you know, knowing him as just because I'm a foodie and I love food. So I know I try to keep track of all the good chefs just to hear some of the stuff that he's done. It's just what, what a decorated career he's already had. And he's still got so much more to go. Yeah, he's got a lot more time to add to that re- resume. So let me ask you a question. When you're in Homecoming, what's your go-to meal on the, on the uh, menu? What's like your recommendation? If someone hasn't been there yet, what do you say get? Well, I always say you have to get the fried chicken and you have to get the mac and cheese. Now, I like the fried green tomatoes. I mean, because again, another kind of personal choice with people. We've had some people complain that they're not breaded enough and they're not thicker, but those are people who buy frozen fried green tomatoes. And they don't know that if your grandmother actually made them, they were sliced really, really thin. Mm -hmm. And ours are Addie Mays. This is how she did it, you know, in her own. I love the fried green tomatoes. You know, I've never had them anywhere but but Homecoming. It's the only place I've ever had them. So it was new to me. Like it was something when I first went to Homecoming I guess like about two, three years ago, four years ago, maybe. Uh, it was the first thing that I've never had it before. And I just said, it just seemed interesting. I thought of the movie from like the 80s. And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. it's a Southern thing. So I said, yeah, let me try it. You know, like I usually like, especially for the first time at a place, I like to kind of try a little bit of everything. And um, it was one of the things we tried. And I, again, I've never had them anywhere else, but I love them there. So I don't even know if they're, I can say this. I don't know if they're good as far as fried green tomatoes are supposed to be. All I know is I love the ones that I get at, at Chef Art Smith's homecoming. Thank so. you. Well, you know, when people say, you know, your go-to, those are things I recommend to people. But when you work around restaurants, you can't eat fried chicken every day. And I love our Key West shrimp cocktail. For me, it's kind of a really light, you know, like an appetizer, but chopped mango with fresh Florida shrimp, um, a little bit of cabbage, this great red sauce. It is so good because, you know, we just can't eat fried chicken every single day. You know, you but say that's that, my moderation one. You say that, but I think if I was to be, be a Florida local, I think I'd like to make you, I'd like to accept that challenge. <laughs> I know. So I'd like to accept that challenge. I think that, and I think when you come to homecoming, you have to have dessert. There's other places where you can skip it and you can share, you know, I mean, it's easy to share, but you've got to have my two favorite of the desserts. And then we have a special hummingbird cake. So good. And then our chocolate pecan pie. That chocolate pecan pie is amazing. And that is exactly the way his, his mom always made it. My, it's my wife's favorite dessert there. Oh, good. Yeah, good. she loves it. I think that might be one of her favorite desserts in all of Disney. Flattered. Thank you. It. That's her thing. So this time we have actually gone there and just gotten the dessert. Like we might, you know, if we had lunch somewhere else and we'll just swing by in the evening and get dessert there. We've done that before because she loves that. The chocolate. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. I know you, it's a happy neighborhood. Where's another place that you like to go? If you're going to say, you know what, let me get a little break, break from, from homecoming. Where am I going to get? see you grabbing a meal. What other chefs do you love out there? And uh, Well, I love Bob Getchell at the Boathouse. Bob Getchell's the exec chef there. The Boathouse has a, a nice floor to feel as well. I think the best seats in the house are actually outside by the outside bar. Mm. If you're lucky enough, and the sweet time of day is, I say about 
two, between two and three, the lunch crowd is, you can actually pretty much score a table. My husband and I will like head out there and it's just really pleasant. You know, they have all the beautiful antique boats and stuff, but you're sitting right on the water and you can order off the whole menu. Their appetizers are just, you know, really, really good. And I just like the attention to detail in the boathouse a lot. So that tends to be, and, and then I love, I'm a wine girl. So I love Wine Bar George. I love George Meliotis has really done a great job with that place. And I followed George's career from his days at the Contemporary Resort to his father, who was a renowned, legendary Orlando area restaurateur, probably one of the best the city's ever had. Just watched George's career. The trajectory is still going up. Mm -hmm. And Wine Bar George, I love the tapas style. I love their charcuterie board. And then you get these great wines by the glass. And the staff is so knowledgeable. Yeah. That's a great date night. Yeah, it's, it's another good place. It's one of another one of the uh, the faves too so let me ask you a question what uh yeah. give me some uh, some family holiday traditions what, what is something that, that that's that you look forward to every holiday season for in your traditions in my personal traditions well i love to bake during the holidays you know i think food people are just like that i started baking actually two weeks ago um i started making this I made bourbon pecan shortbread cookies and those are in the freezer right now. And then I'm going to make some no-bake peanut butter bars that are so good. Um, They've got a chocolate ganache over the top of them and you chill them and cut them into bars and they're kind of scary good. Those are, when I make those, they have to go out of the house right away. You know, I just, it's really unfair to tell my husband, you can't eat that because it's for someone else. So it's kind of like, okay, the day they're ready to go, they have to go out of the house. But I love the idea of baking during the holidays and also serving others. You know, we had a a wonderful Thanksgiving with our, what we call our cocoon group during COVID. I don't know what everyone's, we, (laughs) we have been, when I'm not in the office um, at Disney Springs, you know, our neighbors behind us and uh, some other, another couple. And this year we ate outdoors with the weather in Florida was amazing. It didn't get too hot. We ate outdoors. And I love that communal aspect of the holidays when you just gather together. So we will have um, a Christmas brunch at our house early. The cocoon group will come over and uh, it sounds like we're in that. We're like, we're so old. We're in that movie. <laughs> the cocoon. movie cocoon. Yeah. We're not that old. <laughs> it's not like that. Um, but anyway, we'll, you know, I love sharing that experience with others. And I live in a little town north of Orlando called Mount Dora. And it's just gorgeous. I mean, we always say our, our Christmas lights are better than Disney, but <laughs> it's only because we're a real little town and it's actually hung by every lineman the city has, you know, oh, wow. and they're, you know, we're looking for, we live on the lake. So there's a beautiful Christmas boat parade. And I, I love all of those things. And I love watching. It's the joy in people's eyes, even through a mask that you can see that they're like taking just one moment during all this time. I think, you know, this is the year of gratefulness. I hope for everyone. I mean, where you had a chance to pause and say, you know, we're going to get through this. It's a little different. We've learned to do things a little differently. We've learned to economize. We've learned to, you know, we've saved here or there. We've learned how to help the economy grow, regrow and get turned back up. But it's those holiday traditions. This year we're putting, you know, we're getting, we always do our tree the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So tree will go up. And I am not one of these people who has a fancy decorator, elegant tree. My husband and I always call it, the tree is the story of our life. It's ornaments from vacations. His mother, um, we're, you know, his mother saved every single ornament he made as a child. So we have ornaments from, you know, that that he made when he was a toddler. And so when we look at our tree, it makes us smile too. You know, it's not about being pretty. It's about being sincere. So it's like, 
I've been to houses where I am wild and I have joy at these beautiful, beautiful trees. And I'm like thinking, what do they think when they come into our house? And it's, you know, we, it's not quite Charlie Brown, but you know, it's you not know quite decor. <laughs> but it's, it's what's important to you. And those are all your memories. So who's el- who else is to say anything? Right. Right. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's, I mean, yeah, community, family, memories. It's, that's what the holidays are about. You know, we've done a lot of family zooms this year. We did yep. uh, we celebrated my brother's birthday on zoom and we we're, we're finding just as long as you continue to communicate and in that communication, you're just asking people if they're okay. You know, do you need anything? Can I have something delivered to your house? You know, we were talking about even gift exchanges. It doesn't seem necessary. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like we this year in this strange time, we've learned that we have so many gifts because we were sort of called upon to reflect on everything. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm healthy. We've all know people, I have, I'm sure you have too, Mm. who've been affected by COVID or we've lost friends to COVID. But you just take that wonderful pause during these times and say, you know, I have so much. Why, how can I want for anything right now? I have a thing too that we say that, you know what, hopefully at the end of this horrendous year and with the pandemic and all that, we, the one thing that we can say maybe that we took out of this thing is appreciation for some of the stuff that, that we maybe took for granted before this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and like you said, Zoom is, is, is helping us get through that, um, through these times and phone calls are helping us get through this time. But it just, it, it just, I think it's one of those things that when we realize how appreciative it is to just stop by and see a friend, we'll take yeah. that, I think, a little bit more serious on the other end of this. The coolest thing that happened to me, there was, I, we've all been exposed a couple of times. I got, I was exposed twice. And the second time, I actually, I was, was quarantined, but I actually began to get symptoms. Turned out I was, I was fine. But immediately I mentioned it to a girlfriend of mine and we were the um, lucky, very, 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 very lucky Presbyterian guest at their Passover Seder every year. And she immediately walked over with two quarts of homemade matzo ball soup. I mean, I swear to you, eight chickens must die for this broth. <laughs> it is so good. And I really did immediately start feeling better. And I just thought, I can't believe she, she didn't, she made this from scratch, you know, in 24 hours, it just a soup. And she said, you know, she goes, I'm bringing something over, but you can't leave it, leave it out. I don't want a, a dog or a cat or anyone to, to knock it over because it smells really good. And so she had texted me and said, go to your door. And she was backing out the driveway and there's this beautiful thing. It's like, this means more to me that again, you're we're sharing food, yeah. but those little moments in, in your life. So yeah, it's amazing. So let's talk about homecoming this holiday season. Yes. What, what do we got going on? I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's something exciting, some changes to the menu, maybe. We do. We got a couple of things. And, you know, we've every year the chefs want to do something new, but you get these fan favorites and then they, they will go off the menu during a season. But what we have back is the pumpkin bread pudding. It is, if you haven't had it. I haven't. Oh my God. It is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. It is everything sugar and spice and everything nice. All (laughs) rolled into one. Who does not, you know, pumpkins is great flavor, but then you do it with this creamy custard and then it has ice cream. Oh my gosh. It is just amazing. And the chefs, I'll send you a picture of it and then you're going to want to come down here during, during the fall. We do this, a sponge sugar art thing that sticks on top of it. That's also a thing of beauty. And it's just so easy. It's funny because this year we thought, well, let's do something different. And then people started, is it back? Is, is the bread pudding coming back? 
where is it? And we're like, you know what? We got to wait. This year, everybody needs what they want. If they want that bread pudding, we're going to bring it back and it's going to be available through the first week in January. And um, so, and it won't be on the menu, but your server will definitely tell you about it. And over in the bar, we have a wonderful, wonderful old fashioned. It's actually been served on the Disney cruise line as several really? cocktails have. We um, work a lot with the Disney Vacation Club and Disney Cruise Line. Art is actually hosted cruise. In fact, we were pre-COVID. We were we were going to be going to Alaska, which we did oh. not do. Art is you can imagine he's a great host on those yeah, on those cruises. And so they had the the cruise line team came over and worked with our bar manager, and we had developed all these signature cocktails for them. And one was a Southern old fashioned. And what makes it different is that it's a brown sugar bourbon infusion. And then it, it's really simple after that, you know, it's the simple syrup is in there, but then we muddle in oranges and cherries into Ooh. that. It is so good. And it's now become a standard on yeah, the cruise line. You can thank amazing. homecoming if you're on a, di- when the cruises start again, you can thank homecoming for the old fashioned because they loved it. That sounds good. That does sound good. So what is, what is like that holiday dish there that if, you, if you're going and you want to get something special, what, what, where am I, what am I going to get? Well, if you're going, you want something special. Our short ribs are kind of like melt in your mouth. You get a sweet potato mash on the side. And that kind of says holiday for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, you, cause you've got that, that great potato, sweet potato taste. It's not overly sweet, but it's just naturally sweet enough. And then our beef short ribs, like I said, tender, tender, tender. You just can't beat them. It just feels like the holidays and maybe your little fried chicken. You think, you know, I always have the fried chicken. Let me, let me get something else. I would say get the short ribs. That's my problem. I can never get past the fried chicken. So I don't get that's the one place I don't really get to try everything. I, I've a lot of the sides. I've tried a lot of the sides, but when it comes to my main course, I can never. I'm like, if I don't get the fried chicken, that means I don't know when I'm going to get the fried chicken the right. next time. So it's hard for me to like to come off the fried chicken, even if it's for one stop. Because if I go twice in a, in a, in, a, in a week in a vacation, I'm going to want fried chicken twice. It's hard for me. So that's it, it is hard for me. So I need to be a local. Right. That one day will happen and then I can try every other day, come by and, and try something new. One of the funniest things that we had happened during this time was people who didn't get to come on a regular basis, didn't do their annual trip this year, are out of hot sauce because we sell the hot sauce. And they are like in withdrawal. And it's been like, well, we don't, we actually make it fresh in house and we, we sell it fresh in house bottled. To mail it, you really need to be, you need a co-packer and have it pasteurized and all of that good stuff. And that's the, you know, everyone's learning things about going forward from this time. And that's been our one thing is like, okay, we need to get this thing ready to ship because we've had to turn down all these people who said, I want a dozen hot sauce bottles, you know, because I don't know when I'm coming back. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're looking into some containers that are smaller for carry on on airlines when people do start flying again. But that was sort of an interesting thing that we didn't expect. You know, uh, as far as holiday days, you know, we, yesterday we served a Thanksgiving dinner, which we actually make the stuffing from our cheddar drop biscuits. So Ooh, good. Really? But that is only like for one day. So yeah. we'll, when we get to Christmas, we're going to do the same thing with a ham dinner. And ah. uh, yeah, and it's country ham, just the way Art's mom would do it, like a big ham steak. And it's huge, just like all the portions at homecoming. And um, and that'll be on Christmas day only. And we might have, we've done this a couple of times on New Year's day. We're looking at the feasibility of doing a Hoppin' John. And in the South, that's a big thing. It's um, like a lot of areas, a lot of regions, a lot of places around the globe, you serve something healthy on New Year's day for good luck. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it involves beans or rice. And Hoppin' John is a definitely a Florida favorite and usually involves rice and beans cooked with usually a ham hock, sometimes just jalapeno for a little bit of taste, you know, touch of flavor, but it's really, really good. And, you know, we want everyone to go off this year, especially, especially mm-hmm. this year with lots of good luck in 2021. Yes, we need it this year yeah. or next year for sure. You bet. Yeah. And our, you know, a lot of people... You know, if you are down here and you are visiting, you know, hours are, you know, are extending. You know, we opened at 10 o'clock yesterday oh, wow. um, and we were packed, you know, from, t- we were open from 10 to 1030. Um, today we're open till 1030. And then through the end of the year, we're going to go back to 11 a.m. to 1030. But on Saturday and Sunday, now that brunch is back, yay brunch. Yeah. Opening up at 9.30 to 10.30. So far, that's that's in line with what, you know, Disney Springs closes at 11. If you get there at 10.30 and you know what you want and we can get it out to you, we're still going to take those walk-ins at 10.30, but Sweet. we need to be mind, mindful of, they don't come in and they, they don't come in and sweep out the springs, but they do want to get everyone to start to power down by that. Yeah. So no more cars are allowed into the parking garage at that point, you know, to, okay. unless you're picking someone up, you yeah. know, and, unless, unless, and they have the Uber lots are now on um, surface parking. And you know, I, I, I also want to say too, because um, I, I was there in September. Oh. Uh, another thing that you guys do that's that you guys do a wonderful job of is making sure everybody's safe. So the social distancing, mm-hmm. everything is healthy and, and, and you guys do a great job with that. And everyone in the Springs does. So I'm not trying to act like no one else thank does, you. But, but you guys also do a tremendous, and I want to say a thank you for that because you're making sure people are safe. Yeah, and thank you. Appreciative. We, we appreciate that. And you know, arts business partners also own Splitsville luxury lanes. And when we reopened Splitsville, they actually, prove to the world that you can do something that's as tactile mm-hmm. as bowling and make it safe. And mm-hmm. we, you know, every other lane, basically you have a whole pod suite to yourself now when you go in and then everything is completely state of the art sanitized. When your group gets up and walks away, we're doing some exciting things at Splitsville right now. And Art is actually excited to be a part of that. He's actually done some consulting with our Tampa Splitsville and stuff. We've actually rent the reno's going on and there's a new bar that's going to be where the first couple lanes were when you walked into the building. Okay. It's going to face Everglazed, the new donut shop. Mm-hmm. So when you walk down from that orange garage, you're going to be, it's going to be much more of a welcome thing, not just like this little side alley going back to your car. It's going to be really vibrant. You're going to come down those steps, step off the elevator, however you enter, and you're going to immediately hear music and you're going to see the donut garden. And then you're going to walk on through and you're going to see Haleo in front of you. And hopefully our other partners who are other neighbors, I should say, yeah. to their builds, um, a lot of people for whatever reason, we're not judging, you know, had to kind of put the brakes on stuff. And so we hope that continues. And we know Cirque is, Cirque is getting close to figuring itself out too. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a beautiful show when it opens up. You know, we, we can't wait. We're really excited. Yeah. For, I, I, I know they postponed it a, a couple of times. So hopefully sooner than later, yeah. they can get going. And, and you know what? Two more things I want to ask before we go. But one thing I want to say is for anyone thinking too that, you know, I don't want to risk going to Disney right now with the pandemic. And I was down there, like I said, in September, me and my wife, we actually drove down because I wouldn't feel comfortable flying at that point. And it's the first time I ever made the drive from New York to, to Florida. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was pretty good. But the safest place that I felt on that whole trip was in Disney. Disney, whether it be the Springs or any of the parks that I went to, because Disney as a whole is doing such a tremendous job with making sure people are safe and the social distancing, making people sure, making sure people are masked. We were talking, and I said, if we have, if 
we did get it during this trip, it was it was somewhere outside of Disney because Disney did a tremendous job being able to maintain the crowds and that they had. Even though I know it's still that they have the crowds down, like percentage wise, it still can get crowded in there even with that. But they still did a tremendous job of making sure everybody was distanced, masked, mm-hmm. and I felt the safest I felt on that whole the whole trip was whenever I was in any any of the Disney properties. Whether it be like the parks, the springs, the, any other any of the dining options, they did a tremendous job, and they really should be. Uh, and 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 like you said, it made you realize if we could take what they've done between all the restaurants and the and the springs and the parks themselves and the resorts, and kind of implement that in other cities for whatever they got going on in other cities, right? Disney, we could actually move a lot quicker through this because again, you guys did a tremendous job with it. Thank you. You know, I, I'm with you. People say, "Oh my gosh, you go down to Disney every day? Aren't you afraid?" I went, "No, I, I my temperature. I mean, there's somebody from." Advent Health there, you know, every day, not just making sure I'm safe, but making sure the tourist is safe. And every every business owner out there, every business owner, we're, the technical term is we're operating partners, but we are Disney. We're like all one Disney. And we want those guests to still have that. You know, you always know when you come to Disney property, you're going to get the best entertainment. Yes. You're going to get the best food. You're going to get, it's going to be the best decor. That's why you come because there's not going to be there's not going to be any. Why did we do that? Why you know it's just going to be that good. And so with COVID, adding in all the precautions Disney has taken and how much they've worked with those op- with the operating partners such as us, it's just been phenomenal. And I would really say if you people need to get out and if. You know, whether you're driving down from New York, which I get it. I've had family drive down from Indiana. I'm not ready, quite ready for an airplane ride myself yet. Mm-hmm. Someday I, I, I want to though, but just not ready yet. But come down to Disney World and I think you will be number one. Please, first of all, you get to see, if you drive down, you're going to get to see a lot of the country you probably haven't seen in a long time. You know, it can be a great experience in itself. But once you get to Disney, your shoulders are going to relax. Yes. You're going to have that peace of mind one more time and just really enjoy yourself. And it is a very, very, very safe environment. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I I, I was there and I saw it firsthand. So I agree. All right. So I want to say thank you for joining us, Heather McPherson from from Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, for spending a few minutes with us on this kickoff to the holiday season. We really appreciate it. I know it's a busy time of year for everybody, so we appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Happy uh, belated, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And I will be down there soon. I'm going to come say hello soon. Good. Make sure let me know. I will. Bye. Thank you very much. All right, so that'll do it for this week, guys. Angelique, thank you for stopping by, and and uh, you haven't been here in a while, and no. thanks. You know, it's good to have you back. Thank you for having me. So, with everything that we heard, what, what's exciting you the most about the holidays, especially with Disney Springs and stuff? What's what are you excited for mostly? I just love the like ambiance of Disney Springs. I just love the way that they decorate everything. It's just. It just feels so like magical. I mean, I guess every day in Disney feels magical, but I don't know. There's something about the holiday season specifically. It kicks it up a little Disney. bit, right? Yeah, they just they go they go a little overboard. Not overboard, but you know what I mean. Like there's they, never too there's overboard. There's never too overboard, but but you know what I mean. Like they yeah. just know how to decorate in the perfect way. So let me ask you a question before we get out of here. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's a hard one. I, I know, we watch honest, them all. I, we, we literally do. spent we, all all season watching every single one, and we'll watch them multiple times throughout mm-hmm. the season. I think one of my favorites is uh, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. I the Jim Carrey I, edition. Yeah. Version. I, I, I love that movie. I, ever since I was little, I've loved that movie. Um, but maybe like for like a classic, I love Bishop's Wife. Yeah, I feel that's like one that's of one of your like yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, all those movies, it's Wonderful Life, 30, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Like, yep. those are some of my favorites just because they're such classics. And I feel like we have such an appreciation for those movies. And you know, it, 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 it's horrible we can't be down in Disney for this time of year I right know. now with everything going on. But hopefully by next year, um, we can get down normal. there and, you know, we'll get to enjoy the springs during the holiday season. Yeah. Get to see the decorations firsthand. Um, it was really nice listening to everybody on the whole three-part series from from episode one to episode two to episode to this episode, episode three, of what's, what we can expect and all the changes to the menu and just the decorations and everything else it just it's it seems like just a really cool time down there i wish we really could be there down there to to be part of it firsthand yeah take um, part in celebration yeah so um so again let me let me uh thank on the way out let me thank our sponsor today inspire me candles remember you can check them out on their instagram and that's at inspire underscore me underscore candle underscore co and then you can also check them out on etsy at inspire me candle co all right so make sure you check them out and remember they're, they're going to be the part of the giveaway this week for the prize for the trivia question and guys remember remember tune in next week we'll have lumangelo in also make sure you check out the instagram this weekend too because you know what you know what Ange? what we have our new giveaway gift card giveaway this this month it's actually going to be the biggest one we've done yet so please tune in. It'll be on. It will be announcing it this weekend on Instagram at the Magical Lifestyle, and uh, it will be by far the biggest Instagram gift card giveaway we've done yet. So make sure you tune in and check it out. It'll be perfect for the holidays. I guess what that that'll do it. Yeah. And are you gonna be back for good now? I mean, yes. I'll. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it. So have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye.